Good afternoon and welcome to everyone joining us through and on behalf of our St. Raymond Donatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith as we gather this afternoon to celebrate this Holy Eucharist. Prayer intentions as we are suffering this COVID-19 pandemic. We want to offer our services, our union with everyone who is uh, experiencing any type of difficulty or suffering or trial because of the pandemic and offering our prayer and our uh, union with Christ in this Holy Eucharist. Today we're celebrating the memorial of Our Lady of Fatima this May 13th. So we take this uh, celebration, the liturgy from the common of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the particular prayer for Our Lady of Fatima. So those who have that available can join now in the entrance antiphon. You have changed my morning into dancing, O Lord. You have girded me with joy, alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and with your spirit. My friends in Christ, as we gather to celebrate these sacred mysteries and recall this great gift that God has given to our time and age in Our Lady of Fatima. Very important prophetic message which we will reflect on, especially the call to pray for the conversion of poor sinners, for our own conversion, the conversion of our family and friends, our world. We are all lost and wandering. And even more so now we experience this trial and difficulty in this pandemic. So let us be encouraged by God's gift of his own mother to help us and guide us. And let us enter into these sacred mysteries doing exactly what she asked us, which is sinners and we're in need of God's healing mercy. Let us have confidence in his generous love as we call to mind our sins and ask his forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary of a Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who chose the mother of your Son to be our mother also, Grant us that persevering in penance and prayer for the salvation of the world we may further more effectively each day the reign of Christ who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Who had come down from Judea were instructing the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the Mosaic practice, you cannot be saved. Because there arose no little dissension and debate by Paul and Barnabas with them, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others 
should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and presbyters about this question. They were sent on their journey by the church and passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, telling of the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the brethren. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church as well as by the apostles and the presbyters, and they reported what God had done with them. But some from the party of the Pharisees who had become believers stood up and said, it is necessary to circumcise them and direct them to observe the Mosaic law. The apostles and the presbyters met together to see about this matter. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response today, let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. I rejoice because they said to me, we will go up to the house of the Lord, and now we have set foot within your gates, O Jerusalem. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Jerusalem built as a city with compact unity. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. According to the decree for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord, in it are set up judgment seats, seats for the house of David. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. <clears throat> alleluia, 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 alleluia. Remain in me as I remain in you, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me will bear much fruit. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does, he prunes it so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words will remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As I mentioned, of course, at the beginning of the Mass, we are remembering this important day, May 13th, when in 1917, the Blessed Mother appeared to the three children in Fatima, Portugal, in order to 
raise up in their hearts awareness of the need to pray for the conversion of poor sinners and thereby spread this message throughout the world and how many beautiful things Our Lady taught the children saying that you know war is the result of sin and there was a war going on of course at that time and also the worst pandemic that ever happened in the history of humanity started in the following year 19 18. I think it may even have claimed the lives of Jacinta and Francisco, the Spanish flu. So we see that these pains and difficulties uh, and sufferings are somehow related to sin. Definitely war is, without any question. And Our Lady's heart is broken and she's revealing her immaculate heart that is wounded because of the tragedy of sin, just as the sacred heart of Jesus is deeply wounded. But these hearts are wounded because of love and they are calling us to, to heed the love of God for us and respond to it. And these children certainly did. They, they gave their lives to praying for the conversion of sinners, not only because they were richly blessed in experiencing the love of the mother of God, but also because she revealed to them the, the horror and the tragedy of, of and the reality of hell. And because of that, um, uh, they were spurred even more on to love for all people, especially the sinners who are not even recognizing sometimes where they're going and what they're doing and why they're doing it. So this is an urgent call for all of us to recognize that uh, in, in this time and this day and age, uh, we are all in need because we're lost and wandering. And the particular aspect too, Our Lady appeared on that day in 1917. I believe even on that same day was the beginning of the uh, communist revolution, the Bolsheviks overthrew the the Tsar in Russia. And you know, Our Lady asked the children to pray for the conversion of sinners, pray for the conversion of Russia. Well, Russia was at the leading edge of that particular manifestation of atheistic materialism. And this is the problem. And because the consecration was not made until 1984 by St. John Paul II, the, Our Lady said that the, these errors, these error of atheistic materialism would spread throughout the world. And when you read the actual history and, and see the policies that uh, were put in place in communist Russia, they were extremely anti-family policies, all kinds of ways in which the, there was the effort to replace the integrity of the family unit as God made it and replace that with allegiance to the state. And this is what happened. And we see this still unfolding and unfolding in our own time in our own age just a couple of weeks ago i was hearing the story of one lady attending a class and the first thing that the professor said in the class was a very bold statement he said unless it can be measured it does not exist so you can imagine beginning a class uh, and a professor makes this profound statement, which in fact uh, goes against the most common sense that we have, for example, human consciousness. 
It's impossible to measure or quantify human consciousness. It's impossible to quantify or measure human rights and the call for justice. We know that these things exist. If they don't exist, then why is it that we have them? And yet you see amongst us in our universities today this kind of blatant uh, atheistic materialism. Materialism is the sense that only what is physical, only what is measurable exists. But it flies in the face of so much common sense that we realize. And, and this uh, great tragedy and travesty is affecting us personally, it's affecting us socially. You know, when we see in the first reading today, there's a great controversy that erupted in the early church between the Gentile Christians who were embracing the good news of Jesus and coming into the church and the Jewish Christians. Some of them are starting to insist, no, these Gentiles, they must first be circumcised. You can imagine for the adult men, that is quite a challenge that you're asking them to embrace. The question is, is it absolutely required? Because if in fact it's not required, then it is wrong to make them embrace that as well as all of the uh, advanced, when you look at the book of Leviticus and Numbers, you see all the details of the law, all the different ritual aspects, the food laws, what is kosher, what is not. Following all these stipulations, are those things required before being baptized and becoming a Christian or not? Well, we know that God blessed his chosen people with all of these stipulations, all these requirements, in order to prepare for the coming of the Messiah. But now that the Messiah has come, those particular rituals and practices and styles aren't necessarily absolutely required. Something is required in our ritual relationship with the Lord, but it's up now to the church to determine that. And some styles and ways of doing that can be embraced in every culture and in every way of living our faith. And we even know, you know, look at the different styles of, that are practiced in Italy or, or in Poland or in the Eastern, um, Eastern Catholic rites. Or they're all different styles and ways of developing the culture and relationship. But one thing that is remaining the same is the moral law. Where we see the manifestation of the moral law, obviously the Ten Commandments, you know, thou, uh, shall not have strange gods before me, honoring God's name, keeping holy the Lord's day, honoring our father and mother, and respecting life, and not uh, stealing, and uh, respecting uh, human sexuality, all of these things that are there, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not steal. Th those laws that are in the Old Testament are equally valid in the New. Uh, Take, for example, one law that says if your uh, donkey is, uh, the, uh, the donkey of your enemy is going astray or the ox of your enemy is going astray, you must lead that back to, to the owner who is your enemy because you have this duty to respect your enemy and love your neighbor even if you are not on good terms with that person. This is so clearly shown in what Jesus is saying to love our enemies and do good to those who, who rub us the wrong way. So that moral law, that is not changing at all. Jesus says that, you know, not the smallest letter of the law 
will change. That part of it will never change. But the cultural and ritual elements, yes, that may change. And in fact, we'll see how that develops. But the point is <clears throat> uh, that uh, we are called to recognize the moral law, certainly, and how to live in it, to live the love of God and neighbor every day. And that's what Jesus is saying in the gospel. He's saying that we are the branches and he is the vine. We must remain united in him through our prayer, through our responding to the grace he offers in this sacrament. And through, in that response, showing the love of God and neighbor to one another in our service. And where there is a need of pruning, you know, we need to uh, accept. Sometimes that can be painful. We need to grow in humility and accept that <clears throat> whatever discipline that Christ is giving us in our spiritual lives, this is essential. This is how branches that are united to the vine can bear fruit in union with the vines. We have our daily prayer. We have our charity, kindness, and helpfulness. And even we can see this throughout the history of uh, Christianity, one of the things that stands out as Christians, particularly in times like this in pandemics, is that Christians go out and help those who are in need. They don't just take care of their own, but they go out and risk their lives to be of assistance, and be of care to others. This is where you find the foundation of hospitals and the care for those who are sick and suffering. It comes from from our being who we are, and that is followers of Jesus in union with him as branches on the vine. So we need to respond fully to the grace he's giving us, not only as Our Lady of Fatima is asking us to pray for the conversion of poor sinners, but also be a witness of the love of God to one another by our actions, by our words. In countless ways, the Lord is inviting us <clears throat> And sometimes we have to be wary of religious activities that are done just for their own sake, that maybe sometimes these activities may take up our time and energy and not bear fruit. Then maybe even that, those need to be refocused, redirected and re-energized. So we don't just find our consolation in the grace of God, but it spurs us on to bear fruit. This is not meant to be, our experience in following Jesus is not meant to be a spiritual entertainment. God, you know, God forbid, no, it's supposed to lead us on to a life of service. And we need to have our pride uh, humbled and we need to take away the vices and uh, be pruned. Those must be pruned for us. And instead, living the love of Jesus shows us as uh, also given witness to by the children of Fatima. By growing in humility, we grow ever more reliant upon the, the source of our nourishment, that is Jesus, rather than relying upon ourselves, our own ideas, or our own plans. Those things need to be pruned. God is infinitely wiser than us, and if we can continually turn to him, our source, we will be far stronger. We will bear abundant fruit, not only as his disciples, but also reaching out so that others can be become his disciples. And indeed, we can be united as one family in faith in the glory and joy of his kingdom. In 
line with our desire for this particular Mass, we have our prayer intentions for this day. And I'll just simply offer them that these have been collected by our St. Raymond Onatus Foundation prayer page for this uh, time of uh, pandemic. So we offer in this Mass, we are remembering the intentions of Maria Pia Fernandez. We pray for Kelly Fox and her, uh, the request of Janie Andrews. Uh, we pray for the goddaughter of Peggy Beach and Debbie who has COVID-19. We pray for Michael, Debbie, Andrea, as through their uh, request from Michael Nigara. We pray for the family of Linda Griswold for health and well-being. We pray for Regina Diskin's brother-in-law. And for the family of Mary Thierry and for the healing of Mary's shoulder. For the intentions of uh, the DeSantis family. We want to offer a particular prayer for Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network and all those who, uh, those they minister to, that it may be uh, a, a, a beautiful, powerful witness of the gospel to outreach to many. And for the intentions of our Mercedarian Religious Order and the St. Raymond and Nottis Foundation and all they are, and all they, all we are praying for, for the intentions of all those who are watching this online celebration of the Eucharist, for all those on, uh, working on the front lines during this COVID-19 pandemic, for the healing of the sick and those who have died due to the coronavirus, for the conversion of poor sinners as Our Lady of Fatima has asked us. We pray for them, we make sacrifices for them, and we learn how to be a witness of the gospel to our family and friends and there's so many ways that we can do this. I think I may have mentioned it, uh, I have been in these days. You'll find a very excellent resource called Formed, and you can watch the first episode free. It's called The Search. So if you just take a look at that uh, in a Google search for Formed The Search, you'll find this is an excellent tool to help one another in, in discerning and, and in, in journeying together to discover our union with Jesus as the true vine and we the branches. So we're praying for the conversion of sinners and prayers and sacrifices for them. So we continue our prayers. May we who are merely inconvenienced remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who have no risk factors remember those who are most vulnerable. May we, who have the luxury of working from home, remember those who must choose between preserving their health and making their rent. May we, who have the flexibility to care for, for children when their schools are closed, remember those who have no options. May we, who have to cancel our trips, remember those who have no place to go. May we, who are losing our margin in the tumult of the economic market, Remember those who have no margin at all. May we who settle for quarantine, who, are, who have settled and are still in this quarantine at home, remember those who have, as fear continues to <clears throat> shake us in our country, let us choose to love. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us find ways to be loving, the loving embrace of God to our neighbors, families, friends, colleagues, students, strangers, and friends. We pray for continued protection and for containment of COVID-19 for our nation's leaders, that they would continue to have wisdom 
in how to deal with the virus for medical professionals, that God will continue to guide and protect them and treat those affected. For our brothers and sisters whose businesses and job stability continue to be affected, and especially for those who are most vulnerable to the effects of the virus. Most merciful and triune God, we come to you in our weakness and in our fear. We come to you with trust, for you alone are our hope. We place before you this pandemic present in our world. We turn to you in our time of need. Bring wisdom to doctors, give understanding to scientists, endow caregivers with compassion and generosity. Bring healing to those who are ill. Protect those who are most at risk. Give comfort to those who have lost a loved one. Welcome those who have died into your eternal home. Stabilize our communities, unite us in compassion. Remove all fear from our hearts, fill us with confidence in your care. In Jesus, we trust in you and offer these and all our prayers to our Heavenly Father, through you, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and in unity with the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, Holy Father, this offering of our humility, which we bring you with joy as we commemorate the Blessed Virgin Mary, and grant, we pray, that it may be for us who are joined to the sacrifice of Christ, our consolation on earth, and our eternal salvation, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to claim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed by the oblation of his body. He brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment, in the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, he showed himself to be the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with pastoral joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love and when as once for the disciples, so now for us. He opens the, the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father, most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, 
that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal cup for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross of the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the oblation of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the Spirit of your love we may be counted now until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. By our partaking of this mystery, Almighty Father, give us life through your Spirit. Grant that we may be conformed to the image of your Son, and confirm us in the bond of communion with, together with Francis our Pope, and with all the bishops and priests and deacons, and your entire people. Grant that all the faithful of the Church, looking into the signs of the times by the light of faith, may constantly devote themselves to the service of the Gospel. Keep us attentive to the needs of all, that sharing their grief and pain, their joy and hope, we may faithfully bring them the good news of salvation and go forward with them along the way of your Kingdom. Remember our brothers and sisters, especially those who have died from COVID-19, who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your faith, and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, with Saints Peter and Alaska, Raymond and Nada, Saint Jacinta and Francesco, and with all the saints we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and form by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our, our sins, but on the faith of your church. And graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen.
The peace of the Lord be with you always, and with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Our communion antiphon. Rejoice, O Virgin Mother, for Christ has risen from the tomb. Alleluia. <clears throat> Renewed by this Paschal Sacrament, we pray, O Lord, that we who honor the memory of the mother of your Son may show forth in our mortal flesh the life of Jesus, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go forth glorifying the Lord by our lives. Thanks be to God. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. <clears throat>